The stories of Southern black women are breathtakingly illuminated at Signature Theater in a soaring musical based on the acclaimed novel and film The Color Purple, featuring DC superstar Nova Y. Payton as Seeley and the voices Frenchie Davis. The Color Purple is filled with jazz, gospel, and blues music, performed by a cast of 16 and a live orchestra. Bring the whole family to see this Tony-winning musical live on stage now through October 9th at Signature Theater. Get tickets today at sigtheater.org. Do you know somebody who won't wear their seatbelt? Well, if they won't listen to their cars dinging, maybe you should add some of your own. Ding, 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 ding. Go ahead, ding, kids. Chime ding, in. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, you on the street, ding, tell this guy to wear a seatbelt. Yep, it's okay to speak up because you know what? You could save their life. Learn more at buckleupva.com. A message from the Virginia Department of Motor Vehicles. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. So it's a Remain Seated podcast. We're sitting down. John, you sitting down? I am seated. John Smith? I will remain seated. It's, it's our old friend, John Smith. It's, hey, guys. Uh, I've known John for... Many, many, many years. I think I was 13 the first day I met you. Really? I actually remember the first day I met Gina Barbera. Yeah, the very first time. I wow. do too, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first day you met Gina. I don't know that you remember it. Well, it was it was dark. <laughs> and then it was light. What happened? It was light suddenly. <laughs> Uh, it was at the Midnight Oil concert. Wow. Uh, in 1993. And it was at Saltair, yep. and my my older brother, who was working with you at the time, uh, brought me, and you were very excited because you were wearing new pirate boots. <laughs> and you were like, look like at my me. new that, pirate that's boots. Perfect. <laughs> that ties into our episode last week, actually. We talked about how her clothes are not fitting of her age. I still dress in pirate. I probably still have those pirate boots. Probably. Your nickname is Boots. It is. That's what my husband calls me. She, he calls you boots. Yeah, he, he never calls me Gina. <laughs> he calls me boots. And then I remember once my and I've told you this before. Uh, you used to host the show uh, X ninety six Extra Hard. Yes. And I would call up and I'd request Anthrax. And I played it. for And you, you played Got the Time from Anthrax for me, which I'm pretty sure is the only time Anthrax has ever been played on X ninety six. Oh, let's see. I've got it right here. Let's look. The song. Yeah. Oh, it's a great song. Have it accessible right what now. What a great song. You don't know this song. The Fast Persistence of Time see. album. Oh, here we go. You ready? There it is. Oh, this is that bass line. How many copyright laws are we breaking right now? <laughs> we play songs on here all the time. We don't care. Nobody listens to this podcast. No. They haven't complained yet. Well, the reason I asked John to come on, um, and actually, I told you a long time ago, sometime I want to have you on my podcast and talk about guns, because you are... What? I like guns. A gun enthusiast, would you I, say? I am, a, I am a gun enthusiast. Some, some call me a gun nut. I don't take offense to that. And I had thought about it a long time ago and then kind of forgot about it. And then uh, we had... Let, let me see if I can get the order right. Okay. <laughs> let, me get, let me get my pen. <laughs> I'm going to write we, this down in case we need to reference it later. There was the, the Gilroy shooting. California right. at the Garlic Festival. Mm-hmm. 
And I thought, and it did, it reminded me, I'm like, I'd like to do, and Festus and I have talked about guns on this podcast before, but, but I wanted someone that's a little more knowledgeable. Because, and I think a lot of people like, uh, in, in my circle of friends, I think a lot of people are surprised to find out that you guys own guns and shoot guns yep. and know how to use guns. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, I host a podcast myself, the, the range time podcast, shameless plug. <laughs> uh, and we talk about guns. And when, when I worked here, uh, my co-host Mike would, would always say, oh, we need to get, we need to get the radio from hell guys out and have them shoot. I'm like, well, they, they probably would. And, and he specifically said, we need to take Gina shooting. She's the one we got to get. And I'm like, Gina shoots. Yeah, well, she's, she's up for. It. I've taken her and every, the whole family out to yeah. the, out mm-hmm. to the desert and shot with them. And and I shot with you. We went up. up That's right. We went out with guns. with Brandon Steinekert with from Rancid. Yep, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And it was the dead of winter too. It was. It was snowing. It was yep. so cold. And when so we go fun. camping, if we go out far enough in the right place, we'll we'll shoot the kid. The little kids. They have little. Uh, 22 little bb gun mm-hmm. and i gave yeah. one of them one of them my 22 that thank I you gave there. your sister that mm-hmm. um so and actually this brings me to something i wanted to talk about and i was talking with my husband about this last night about guns and the debate about what sort of gun reform we should have he said something interesting he said why do the conservatives corner the market on being people that use guns, appreciate guns, know about guns, own guns. The way we get closer in this discussion is if liberal people own guns, shoot Mm -hmm. guns, understand. Why is it that it's a conservative thing? Well, because a lot of liberals and the general liberal ideology is that they disagree with it more so than conservatives do. Not all of them do. But I don't even think that's the case. I think I think the way it plays out is that we are seeing so much of of what Congress and the Senate debate about and I think what it comes down to is the government representation usually falls along those lines. Guns are usually the right wing, anti-guns are usually the left la- left wing and that's strictly in the halls of 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 government. When you get out and talk to actual people, you know, in the shooting community and even not in the shooting community, I know several Republicans who are are very much in favor of a very strict gun control, even gun you know, abolishing the second amendment altogether. And I know even more uh left-wing cats who are shooting enthusiasts. They're gun owners and you know everybody likes to make the jokes. Oh, well, you know, good luck getting the getting the guns from us. Lefties can't shoot. Not true. Uh and, and that's the thing. You know, my my politics, though I I I always joke and say I'm a right-wing gun nut. Um, you know, cuz that's what other people That's <laughs> it's it's usually just kind of something I play along yeah. with, but I think if people were to look at my 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 morals and beliefs, I think I I fall more along the liberal side. And that's what I say too. In I, a lot I of fall cases. liberal, but I also am a fan of of guns just right. like you. But, you know, in mo- most other issues, I tend to agree with the left side. And I but think, I like guns. I think if people that one of the reasons I got interested in it is because you're interested in it as my son but also i part of why i'm afraid of it is i don't understand it so Mm -hmm. i think if i go out with you and shoot and learn more about it and get more comfortable with them that gives me more information more information is always good knowledge is power 
but that didn't help when we shot my AR-15. Okay, Did so you get PTSD that. from shooting the AR-15? So I want to talk she about did. that. So I, I hated it when you bought it. You told me you were buying it. And I just hated the idea of him having it. Because I think trouble follows them. I think even if you don't intend trouble, trouble follows that gun. Well, it's, well, it's a scary looking gun. Yeah, it it's, it's scary. And I think, honestly, I think that that plays more into why this specific style of rifle, this and the AK-47 style rifles, I think that's the reason that a lot of these mass shooters choose these weapons. Because it's scary looking. Because it looks scary. Because my guess is you would tell me there are guns that don't look like that that do the same thing. That that are far outperform. But, uh, so the point is... I can shoot faster with a pistol than I can an AR-15. So the point is, is this is this is a domestic terror act Absolutely. they are instilling terror in people when they yeah i mean look at the way out. they dress they wear they tuck their pants into the combat boots they they and wear they the vest even though they don't have plates in the vests. Mm-hmm. you know they they go to the army navy store they buy a bunch of scary looking things and they go in dressed like arnold schwarzenegger in commando looking to looking to deal death and that's and it's, target... it's funny. I, I, I'm distracted by a bunch of former coworkers looking in the windows at me. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, what's, guys. He, what's he doing here? That gun nut. Didn't back. we fire you? We'll put uh, black tape over the window. It's fine. But but I think I think the style of gun that they pick. I think it has more to do with the way it looks than the way it functions. But so I would say to you, why did you buy it? Because I enjoy shooting it. I think it's fun. I didn't buy it because. I plan on killing things well, with it. It's not a hunting rifle. No. I have no problem in telling you that I bought an AK-47 because it looks cool. Yeah. It's, I have I'm glad no, you're honest about I, that. And I will be the first I'm to admit it. I have no r- functional purpose for owning an AK-47 other than it looks cool. And just like any other hobby, Todd Newcomb likes trains. Yeah. You like, yeah. But there's no functional You're going to go out and be an engineer one day? No. Set. No. It's fun. But, it's, just, it's a hobby. So you had me shoot your AR-15, though. Because you said that you would feel more comfortable if you were more familiar with it. But But I shot it, and it scared the shit out of me. Oh, we can swear? Yeah. All you fucking want. Awesome. (laughs) It's a Sorry, Mom. You have to be gratuitous. (laughs) You forget. For no reason. I work at a company where I'm not even allowed to swear off the air. (laughs) I have to watch my language in the office. Oh, no. But but it and I remember saying this to you that at the time, I I would not want to. I'm surprised you want to own that because that scared me just to shoot off a couple of rounds of that. I it's too much. So here's my question. You, it's fun to drive fast. Yep. It's fun to go 100 miles an hour. Absolutely. It's not safe to do no. that. No. And there are laws saying, I know you'd like to go 100 miles an hour, but we would prefer you stay down here because it's safer. Tell that to the Autobahn, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so why? I feel like where, as far as the gun laws go, the cutoff point between, you know, bazooka and 
pistol, and I'm going to get those wrong, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, are, well, so, isn't that yeah. an arbitrary line where we draw? Well, so, so I mean, there's a couple of things you got to consider there. Uh, one, when you talk about cars, everybody loves to bring up, on both sides of this argument, everybody loves to compare them to cars. Well, you have to insure your cars. Yeah. You have to have a license to drive your car. Yeah. Well, you have to have a license to drive your car on public roadways. You don't have to have a license to own a car. You don't have to have a license to have a car in your garage. You don't have to have a license to drive a car on private property. What you have to do is you have to have a state-issued driver's license to drive a vehicle in that state or in the United States. Okay. Uh, That being said, they still make cars that go 200 miles an hour. They're not street legal, yeah. but I can buy uh, I can buy a souped-up Subaru STI and go out with Travis Pastrana on the, on the Tooele Motor Sports Campus yeah. all day long yeah. with no training and no license whatsoever. Now, I would crash the fuck out of it, right. and I would, you know, I would burn and die in a horrible car crash, and it's really not smart. But legally... But legally, I am allowed. Um, the second thing is, is when you consider... Um, I forget what the second point I was going. I, I got I got you thinking points, about cars. Car <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got into cars. Why, why why is the cutoff point for you can own everything up to this point? Why why what would be so bad about dialing that back a little bit? I think if dialing that back were were to be effective, I think I think a lot of gun people would be all for it. I think the biggest disagreement that we run into is a lot of us are on the same side of the argument. Pro-gun people don't like dead people any more than, than sure. anti-gun people. We all, we all want the same thing. We want fewer dead sure. people. Um, but telling me, as a guy who knows a lot about guns, that banning these certain guns will take away all the problems, I can say to, to these other people that, that don't know dick about guns, that's not going to work. But it'll take – just to go back to the car analogy – a speed limit, does it prevent people from speeding? No. Sometimes. But sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Does it Does it mean there are fewer accidents? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So even if the argument is, well, you know, people, you're not going to get all the guns from all the people that shouldn't have them, and they're still criminals, and they're still all that, wouldn't dialing back what's legal and what's not save more lives? Well, yeah, we can, we can I, compare I mean, yeah, to... there's... Go ahead. Yeah, we could we could compare it to drugs. Even how how illegal is heroin? How easy I'm is pretty it sure uh, I'm pretty sure it's darn illegal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you want heroin, no matter what, you can get heroin. No matter what, no matter what city you're in, it doesn't matter. Well, it, there are limitations. It's not the no. same thing as if you could buy heroin at the. It's not like you Walmart. can walk no, into Walmart say, and, say you, and, and get an eight ball. Yeah, but say you illegalize guns, like. Assault assault rifles, let's say that. Let's say you can't go into a store anymore and buy it. They're illegal. It's the same thing as that. You can get it. There's the black market. You, you can but find a way it, to well, get so, guns. So, I mean, so, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pump the brakes here for one sec. Okay. I mean, it, the, the, whole, the whole thing with, with rifles is, is going back to how they look. I mean, basically what you're doing is you're instituting a ban based on how something looks rather than how something functions. And if you were to say, okay, you are not allowed to make a car that goes above 200 miles per hour. You're not allowed to make a car that goes above 90 miles an hour because speed limits 80 will allow you to go 90 in case, you know, extenuating circumstances. But what we're also going to do is we're going to also ban spoilers. 
So anybody who has a Honda Civic, you can't put a spoiler on that car. You can no longer have a car not only that goes fast, but you can no longer have a car that, that looks like it goes fast. And that's really what we're talking about when it comes to the, the assault rifles. And yes, I, I will use that term. Quote even though even assault. though people like yeah. that that's the whole semantic yeah. argument. Well, what is an assault rifle? Yeah. Well, we all know what you mean when you say assault yeah. rifle. Yeah. But there are several style rifles that that function just the same, if not better than than an AR-15 or an AK-47. The 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 latest shooter, this uh the whack job in in uh, Ohio. Six sec what did they uh, say? He he six people in 30 six seconds. Six people in six people in in 41 seconds. That's honestly, that's not a lot. I know that sounds horrifying and that sounds very, very macabre of me to say, but six people in 41 seconds, man, you are a terrible shot. Because that's, you have those, those seconds in between, you're lining it up. Anybody who knows what they're doing is going to have a much higher casualty rate than you do six in six seconds. Well, I mean, theoretically, that. Yeah, I mean, with how fast that 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 rifle cycles and how fast you can actually reload that weapon, six in forty-one seconds is not a lot. And and if these guns, I mean, keep in mind how many of these things are out there. Right. If this really were the issue, we would be having these kind of mass casualty events every day. And and granted, we are having them a lot more often than we than we should be. But I think that that the style of guns that we're talking about is only one small portion sure. of the solution. Sure, I, I I would agree with it's that. It's not completely exonerated from the issue no. by by any stretch. And it's not just mental illness. And it's no. not just it's it's, it's video games, it's, and we all know it because <laughs> they they have video games all over the world. But it's like practicing. No, it it's something that's harder to address, and that's the United States is a gun culture it's part of who we are people it's, say, it's how our country was yeah. founded people say why why doesn't this happen in other countries but there are many reasons but one of them is it's part of our culture and i don't know how you change that because that's yeah. why it's different when people bring up australia what happened after the shooting there everybody says well the government said all right no more guns and everybody agreed to it they said yeah okay no more guns and like you said, it's the culture here. We would never agree to that. There would be way too many people that would not be cool. With that. Well, and and what you would end up getting, I mean, it, it's it's fun to think about gun confiscation or gun buybacks, and and really, what you'd be doing is you you would be lighting a fuse. I mean, it it would not go well. But so then, what do you do though? If not that, then what? Because I I just have to think if there's some way we can rein it in without being so far as we're going to take everything right. away. Can, can we do that some... without stepping on anybody's yeah. rights and and still having fewer dead people? I think where that starts is is education. I think things like hunter safety and gun laws and gun gun safety just in general. I think the more people that know that, the better off we're all going to be. Um, no, I, I don't think video games are the problem. No. I think that people who are prone to do this may look to video games to scratch that itch for violence. I think that, yeah, that's um, the other side of it. I, I think I think the same goes for movies. I think the same goes for really any sort of depiction of violence. 
though it's not necessarily the root cause, it may be a way for them to kind of scratch that itch as they lead up to. But it doesn't cause. No, it. absolutely. Do it anyway. There is They're... there is zero chance of it causing that. Again, same thing with guns. This is a billions of dollar a year industry. If video games were the problem, it would it no. would be yeah. anarchy. Again, well, and look people... at the ratio of people yeah. that play video games and people that shoot people. Yeah. Right. It, there's, it's, no, it's there's no that. science there whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But it's it's very similar in the sense that. You know, Donald Trump does not understand video games, so it's easy for him to blame video games. Just like, uh, you know, we'll say, um, I, I, I'm trying to think, of, I can't think of the name. Um, I don't know, you, you could say the same about most people who don't know anything about guns. Well, this looks scary, it's not something that I use, it's which not something that I, I like. Which is why I'm glad I have handled one and shot one, and I yeah. can say, I, and and actually, it only made me more afraid of it. Honestly. And that's sometimes that's the case. I commend that. I I think that's I I applaud that. Because um, there's a lot of people that disagree with him. That I'm never going to touch it. I don't want to. But she was curious and she wanted to to learn more about it. I feel and, yeah, like no matter just, how you felt at the end. Just to was, go back to what I was saying about, I think if more liberal people, not embrace it, but. Educate when you're talking about education, that just doesn't mean reading up on it. That means no. It means actually going out to the range and 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 talk to police officers who use them every day. What what you're going to get starting there, and this is not something that's going to happen quickly, if if ever. But I think what's going to start happening is you're going to have people that may not necessarily like guns, but now they're aware of guns. They're aware of what they can do, what they can't do, and what to do should they come into contact with somebody with a gun, you know? Well, okay, can I, can I just bring that up quickly? Yeah. Because I know you carry because you like to think I can protect my family if I... I like to think... What are you going to protect your family? <laughs> I can try. Harsh language. <laughs> Don't no, you know who I am? Okay, no, let's say let's say you and your wife are at that bar in Dayton. In oh, okay. And Dayton, uh, we've never been to Dayton. What bar? <laughs> I thought you were referencing my life. Okay. And that and, and that guy comes in and and starts shooting six people in 40 seconds or whatever. Are you thinking in that moment I'm going to hide, I'm going to get out, or I'm going to engage this person. And tr- This is an honest question. I'm thinking that I, I'm willing to put myself in a place of danger and become a target if I'm with people that I love, if there's children. I mean, it's a bar, it's not going to be kids. But my thought is, at least I can do something. You think at you least can I don't stop have it. to crawl in a ball on the floor and watch people that I love get shot. And I've told you that before. Even if it's not effective, even if I piss my pants and I'm a terrible shot in that moment because I'm terrified. At least I tried. That's better I, than... I think you should piss your pants every time you go to a gun range mm-hmm. just to be ready. Just to have that so I could... <laughs> that, it's nothing. That kind it's of nothing. sensory overload, but then, you don't know. But then the police showed up within a minute. Right. You're standing there with your gun out trying to stop this guy. The police show up. They don't know who started it. That guy, you, somebody else, mm-hmm. you're standing there with the gun. Believe me, I pictured every part of this scenario. I wouldn't carry a gun if I hadn't. So here's but, here's my take on it. Uh, run, hide, fight in that order. If you are far enough away from danger to get to safety, get to safety. Don't go hunting. Don't engage. If If you are not in an area where you can run, you hide. 
if you hide, you're not a target. So once you're hidden, then you can kind of assess where you're at and assess your situation. Uh, one thing you got to remember, if, if you are dealing with somebody who is, is perpetrating this crime, they're not expecting to go home. You are not a threat to them. All you are is a target. You're not going to be able to stop them if you're dead. So you run, you hide, and if you can't hide, then you fight. Uh, and at that point, you have to come to terms with the fact that you may also not be going home. Now, if I'm sitting at a bar in Dayton, Ohio, and I see somebody walking in with an AK-47, depending on where I'm seated and depending on how close I am to this to this guy, yeah, I I I think I would be able to neutralize the threat. However, if he comes in with with the barrel blazing and he's barking fire, I'm running away. And I have no problem. My man card is secure in saying, I will run, I will hide, and then, only then, will I fight. Because you have to think somebody in that bar had is like you. Somebody. Well, and also, you're not allowed to be intoxicated and carry a fight. So if you go That there, is true. You had the okay. situation in Santa Barbara where the, there were cops in the bar. Yeah. But they all left their guns at home because okay. they were going to drink. Then yeah, let's exactly. then let's talk about Walmart in El Paso. The Walmart shooter. You you know in that Walmart in Texas, somebody in there was carrying. Mm. There ha- odds are probably more than You will one. never find a more wretched hive of <laughs> scum and villainy. <laughs> um uh, again, it's 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 a target of opportunity. You know, yeah. this guy said in his manifesto, which I should not have read, but I totally did, yeah. uh, that he picked that Walmart specifically because of who shops there. Yeah. Now, you think of Texas, you think of guys walking around with six shooters on their hip, but he chose this one specifically because it was full of immigrants. people from Mexico, yeah. people, for, people from uh, immigrants who, A, are not allowed to, to own guns. You can't buy a gun if you're not a resident of the state of Texas. You can't buy a gun in Texas. You, can, you can't bring a gun from Mexico into the United States. Yeah. So if you are a Mexican national living in Texas or visiting Texas to shop, as many people do, you're out of luck. And uh, if you are in that surrounding area, which is a, a, uh, a, a poorer community, mm-hmm. uh, guns are very expensive. It's, a, it's an expensive yeah. hobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your AR-15 costs about 900 bucks. I'm guessing. Right? Yeah. 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 So nine hundred dollars. Yeah. They're not cheap. It was eight with taxes. <laughs> okay. You know, a a decent pistol will run you four or five hundred yeah. bucks. You know? It's not something that a a family making their way across the border and trying to start a new life in the United States is gonna be able to afford. Yeah. So he picked this target because it, it was a soft target. Now, he had he think... chosen a, a Walmart in a more well-to-do, a more uh, a more yeehaw neighborhood, <laughs> well, cowabunga it is. <laughs> but in this case, I think yeah. he chose that one. He chose it specifically because of who he knew was going to be there. Now, uh, with that one specifically, he chose the gun because yeah. it looked scary. Sure. And... You know, I think if I were in a Walmart and a guy came running in, I would find the nearest exit. I'd run. Yeah. Run, run, run. Will people die? Yeah. 
unfortunately. But that's we we pay police officers to do that. We we pay well, the national guard. Well, you have to, a family. To, exactly. Does your family want you to be a hero in that situation, or right. does your family want you to come home? I I I want to go home and see my daughter more than I want to see my name on the paper. But my you know? my answer to that question was based on if my family was there with me. Right. You, like if. They were there with me. I'm not going to run and leave. The, you fuck no. you guys. <laughs> now let's also keep yeah. in mind how many times this happens, and we've already forgotten about. We'll take the courthouse in Texas, where a guy shows up in body armor and he's got some sort of ninja mask on, and he's got an AR-15, and mm-hmm. off-duty cop standing out front calls attention, takes him down. Guy didn't even. I think he got maybe two shots off before they they took him out. He ran across the street and bled out in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Everybody's already forgotten about that one. Because, because he was the only casualty. Yeah. Now, in this case, somebody just happened to be in the right place at the right time. That's that's really all there is to it. Yeah. And had that right person been in the right place at the right time and not had a gun, well, we might be having a different conversation right about now. We might not have forgotten about it. So exactly. Um, well, well, the conversation needs to continue. I agree. I could not agree more. And... And I appreciate you coming on and ha- we probably will do this again because this is not, we didn't no, fix we it could today. Keep, you're ending it because we're out of time, I well, think, yeah. but I, we could keep talking about it. But we didn't fix it today, but I think maybe we get to fixing it or closer if we keep talking. Here's about. what I tell people. Uh, my, my closing, Ma- Mari's closing thoughts. Okay. Uh, I never try to change people's opinions on guns. I am always happy to answer people's opinions on guns or, or answer people's questions on guns. Find me on Facebook, L. John Smith, E-L-J-O-N-S-M-I-T-H. Uh, um, if you have any questions, if you would like to go shooting, I'll take you. I'll even buy the ammo. Really? And that that is a standing offer. If anybody wants to know more about guns, good or bad, um, I'm I'm more than happy. Um if if people want to argue about it, that's what Twitter's for. I don't I don't argue with people. No, I'll tell you what I know and yeah. I'll tell you what I think. And if you don't like it, that's fine. You don't have to. Um, but I think the biggest thing here is that we need to we need to know more about stuff and we need to know more about who has them and why, and and go from there. Education. Like Education. So you know what? where can they find you, John? Your podcasts and everything. Uh, wow. Shameless plug. Yeah, uh, it is the Range Time podcast. It's on the KSL Podcast Network. Um, it's updated semi regularly, depending on what else I'm doing. <laughs> Ours is semi regular, depending on if she's out of town. No, or not. we're we're good. <laughs> We've had new ones for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Where else, John? <laughs> and uh, if you want to reach out to me, it's uh, it's J O N Smith at KSL.com. Okay. Cool. And well, you thanks know, for coming on and talking guns with us. Anytime. Yeah. You know what Maybe else is important to have a conversation about? Good communication. In the bedroom? In the bedroom. I'm going to make you really uncomfortable here, Are John Are we doing Smith. this now? You shouldn't be uncomfortable <laughs> talking about sex, John Smith. I really am. <laughs> talking about black velvet boutique? My wife and I didn't have the talk till we'd been married about 15 years. Well, you know what? You should both go to Black Velvet Boutique. They're a trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions you have, John. You don't have to be embarrassed to go in there. Uh, they're, no, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. But don't be. That's the thing about going to Black Velvet B- Boutique. You shouldn't be embarrassed. You can shop anonymously if you want, or you can ask questions if you want. You can visit them at 595 South State Street in Clearfield. Tell them Gina sent you. You get a special discount. They're locally owned, open seven days a week, Black Velvet Boutique. It's a Remain Seated podcast. Remain seated, please.
I can't say this. Hermene Hermene Centavos. Centavos. Yeah, none of us speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Find us on Twitter, Instagram, at Remain Seated, pod, Gina, at x96.com if you'd like to email us. Thank you. No, no, no. Don't get up.